Hey there guys, this is Eli Pop. Uh, this coming up episode, episode 2, uh, I'm uh, basically introducing my friend to podcasting and I uh, want to show you guys what he's about, why he's my friend. He's awesome and influenced in my life among other friends I have. Um, he's, he's like a brother to me, honestly. Hope you like it. Hope you guys stick around for upcoming episodes. Uh, hopefully, you know, have fun and just kind of like a big heads up that my podcast channel is not specifically religious i wouldn't mind that to be quite honest with you and i wouldn't care if i get like negative feedback because of that but my aim for my podcast is not to be religious it just happens to be where i'm surrounded by by positive influences of my life and there will be friends and people i interview or have podcasts with that are don't have the same ideologies I do, theologies I do, uh, vocabulary. Although I will be honest, just because I am trying to be a Christian or Christ-like or what have you, does not mean that my podcast personality matches. Like it, it doesn't match my personality per se. Like like it, I'm very 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 ninety nine point nine nine percent genuine with how I speak my podcasts. Is just that I don't swear by choice in my podcast because you know I want to invite people. I want people to listen to what I got to offer, whether my self thoughts or thoughts with others. Um, but also just a, like a little challenge to myself. I want to do better with my vocabulary, vocabulary, also pronunciation. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, I hope you like this co- upcoming uh, podcast. But I want to give a shout out to. Uh, gaming guru uh, please follow him uh, watch his streams on uh, you may find him as gaming guru or gaming guru show and youtube facebook twitch instagram and actually twitter he's been very active on that um, to my knowledge uh, I, I don't have twitter but he's been he's been telling me in person that hey man like you should get on twitter because you get more information about certain things especially where we're trying to find a ps5 and we have no luck on that but if you listen to this podcast and you have inside info on getting a ps5 please let me know um also i want to give a shout a big shout out to my sister and co-host uh, podcaster frantic female please go give her a shout out in her blog at franticfemale.com and I believe you were able to order some cups, shirts through there too. I'm pretty sure if you leave a comment, she'll she'll pick up the order. Just you know, give her the info. She'll probably ask you for the info. I wanted I, I gotta ask her if there's a specific site where you can request for this stuff. But anyways, please check out her content, especially on Instagram, Frantic Female. She has she's been posting there. She's very active on there as well. Um, you know, she's just. I want to say an average Joe, I guess average Jane, but, but the thing is like, she's for me, she's not average. She's above average because she does what she can and what, and when she, when she does it, she does it well. Um, but I, I just want, you know, she wants to get everybody on board with like, Hey man, we're all on the same boat. Let's, let's get along with you together, you know? And that's the way I see her content. So, Please give her a shout out and give her a try, give her a look. Um, and lastly, and, and but not least, uh, actually, Eucalyptian, uh, if especially you're in the Houston area, please uh, give them a chance in iTunes. They actually have the music in iTunes, iTunes, and I think 
I want to say Spotify. I want to say that they're in Spotify as well. Um, they're, I guess you can say like house music, but cool. <laughs> I, I personally am not into house music, but I mean, I, I, well, I'm not a lie. I'm a little biased, but because I know the guy, I technically knew him since he was a kid, but we never really were friends since that long. I'll, I'm not going to lie to you, but I was, he's really cool. I know him personally, and I want to support the guy. So give Eucalyptus a try. E-U-C-A-L-Y-P-T-I-O-N. I hope I spelled that right. And won the spelling bee contest for one word category, eucalyptus. Um, and uh, not today, Satan podcast. Uh, I am not directly affiliated with them, but uh, he they are affiliated affiliated with Gaming Guru, and uh, I met them in person. They're really fun people, and I would like to support them as well. Uh, so please go check out not today, Satan podcast. Uh, one is JP. He was a um, a co-host or, you know, he, Gaming Guru John co-hosted, uh, or was a host with JP as a paranormal investigator. And now he's doing his own thing. Um, so that's JP and they have, uh, a comedian as a co-host and I think Roman or somebody else is, uh, now they have a third co-host on there. Dude, they're funny. And they bring up the most random topics. I wish that was a quarter as funny and as fluent as they are. But uh, please give them a uh, try. Give them a shout out. You know. And uh, and last but not least. Uh, one more introduction. Hopefully we'll have a podcast with my other childhood friend. Brother. Um, Mr. Sin. Mr. Dot. S. Dot. I. Dot. N. Dot. N. Uh, that's the acronym. Which I will save for later for him to explain what that stands for. Uh, but he wanted to reassure everybody that you know, it's not religious, but it just happens to be a word that's from you know religion. But it's Mr. Sin. He is funny. He is so funny, and I've just like the the podcast you're about to see uh, with with uh, Mr. J or Dr. J, Coach J. Uh, Mr. Sin uh, has grown a lot tremendously uh through these past years and especially within the past eight months i want to say he he's changed a lot and it's it's possible even regardless of what age we're in you're able to change you're able to grow you're able to do more than you thought you could um and but now nah, he's he's doing it and he's about to do the same kind of types of moves that uh coach jay uh is about to do um and I want to read a couple of his quotes before we start the podcast and uh, go on with our lives. Nah. Um, so one of the, I was reading is uh, a good mind focuses on the task at hand. A greater mind focuses on the plan ahead. You know, I just want you to refl- reflect on that quote. He is creating quotes and, uh, you know, he's, he's planning to, I'm not sure he wanted me to release this, but he's planning to write books uh, in the future, you know maybe blog, maybe start his own podcast. And I hope by him doing this with me once or twice, maybe we'll start making podcasts for him. Uh, anyways, it says, uh, the other quote I like is never say never when you haven't tried, you'll be surprised by the strength you have inside. Sally's mother tells her that then Sally says it to her friends too. The moral of Sally's jumper. Oh, 
that's the book that I, I was I was uh, referring to. Oh, I just I just can't wait for them. I just can't wait for him to uh, to accomplish this. Oh, here's another quote. <clears throat> I am one amongst the stars now, living in space. The only thing you can do is stargaze. Whoo! I mean, well, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's uh, I I I feel personally, it's pretty much like a, a longer version of uh, you know, shoot for the stars. The the best and worst thing that can happen is be among the stars. But you get to stargaze. You know, you get to start. You get to gaze upon like part of the folks that have went through the same things and that's it's part of like you know this you're not the only one who's struggled who's been through this travel but at least you are amongst the stars and people will get to stargaze at you uh let's see all oh, of this unfortunately in life good things must come to an end to make room for great things to come always something to look forward to with this guy uh one last one don't rely on a poor man's treasure where they are far better things that bring a greater pleasure. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I just can't wait to have him on a podcast. Uh, but that should be soon, hopefully. Um, and then maybe he'll start on his own. But anyways, uh, you know, thank, thank you guys for listening to this uh, boring little intro. And uh, here is the rest of the show. Hope you guys enjoy. Thank you. Like cussing y todo el rollo. Hoy no más. Ya está, ya está grabando. Actually, I'll just keep that open. Um, yeah, so this is it. <laughs> we, yeah. we, we've been uh, planning here and there to get together and uh, do this little little recording. Dude, it's been a while. It's been a while that we've been trying to trying Did to get together for the past uh, almost, I want to say, not that long, not, not so much, but maybe three months, four months. I'll say three. Yeah. Two, three, yeah. Um, which, of course, I got to introduce myself. I'm Eli Puff, for those who are listening. Uh, I have a longtime friend with me. Uh, best friend, childhood friend, teenage friend. Um, it's been a while. friend. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just became a professional with something. And you know, you want, uh, How do you want to introduce yourself? What do you want to call yourself right now? <laughs> me, right now? My identity? I would say... I want to keep it simple, Jay. Okay, Jay. Yeah, absolutely, Doctor Jay, Coach Jay. Oh no, <laughs> it has a good ring to it. Um, instead, no, dude. Like I remember, there's like a time where I didn't hear from you for months, and I, I, I don't, I don't take that you know personally or offensively. It's just like, all right, he's doing him. He's trying to take care of things because I, I remember there's a time where, like, I know you were busting. Mm-hmm. busting and then all of a sudden you were quiet it's like all right i'm not gonna bug them i'll try to say here hi here and there right right but then de repente all of a sudden like hey I open office like what yeah it's <laughs> it's it's crazy man it's just the fact that um sometimes you just have to go into you're gonna be pushed to a corner and you have to find out that you know what there's nothing else but you gotta keep going forward so for many people uh COVID-19 was is a tragedy and it's still ongoing but to me it was an opportunity see we see problems as a as, as something as an obstacle I just see it as a solution as, as as an opportunity to rise you know what I mean oh okay so it's just an opportunity to make me better do better whatever I plan to do you know what I mean and a lot of us the thing is that a lot of us we stop growing dude 
Like we automatically, we're the only uh, beings, live, living beings that will stop growing. You see trees, they grow up to their maximum potential. Mm-hmm. You see animals, they grow up to their maximum potential. But humans, humans stop. Like once they get a little bit of success or once they're done after high school, that's it. They don't want to learn no more. They don't want to do anything no more. So, and if if it's okay to refer to the Bible a little bit, um, God did say my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. Not because of the devil, not because of the demons, but because of knowledge. So, knowledge must mean something big that if you don't fill yourself up with wisdom, that means that you ain't nothing. You perish. You're going to die. Why? Right. Because you're not going to progress in life. Dude... It's so funny you mentioned that because, like, well, okay, so I'm sure, like, if I can mention your past or anything like that, like, go ahead, like, you, so this is so enlightening. Like, every time I go to your little uh, seminars or get togethers at your at your business, it's like you grew so freaking much within like the time, <laughs> like, where you were, like, because I remember, like, we we hung out radio silence for a long time, like, not a long time, it was like it was a short. You kind of did what I did, like with IT, because I'm working in IT right now. Right. And um, instead of going to college, getting a degree, I went to get a certification just to get my foot in the door. Absolutely. And I jam packed years of quote unquote knowledge <laughs> into like months to uh-huh. get every certification. And instead of taking years to get all these eleven certifications, it took me nine months. Which kind of recommend because like you're forcing knowledge so quick, but at the same time, it's like yeah, I got, it got me where I need to be for now. Mm-hmm. But you went through the similar situation, but like, I feel like, of course, this is more rewarding because, you know, you're helping other human beings and there are issues. I'm just, I'm just a tech guy. Um, but <laughs> do like, it's it just, you grew exponentially. And to think that like, you know, so the, the reason I'm bringing this up is because like you, you were working in the plants uh-huh. and I had a small taste of it. You know, I was still, it was still like a seven to four, seven to three, job yeah, thankfully yeah. but all oh, I, I had to be in the plants yeah and it's just so depressing everybody's in a bad mood everybody's working uh routine shifts um almost everybody's doing dip because you can't really smoke wherever you want to yeah <laughs> yeah that's true um but i mean i i, I get it like people this world needs people like like that kind of because that's how humanity kind of goes forward you know they do what they need to do to you know make their income and, and in turn that helps the company and, and that company helps out like the industry like you know move you know especially around us where we live there's mm-hmm. like a bunch of old companies um but the reason i bring that up is because like some people tend to like go there and they're quote-unquote happy with the what decision they made once they start working on the plant and that's it that's what they're planning to do for the rest of their life until they're dead but you decided like nah even in the most difficult time dude COVID-19 didn't stop you and that's what like pumps me up dude um what what made you like just like ah nah let me let me I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna jump the ship I'm gonna do it I I I think I think see when I when I left the plants um I had 150 people working for me I had uh, I come I'm a pipe guy so uh, I had welders pipe fitters, uh, boilermakers, and not only them, but I had riggers. I also had civil and had all these people under me. And I thought that was power. But the real reality is that the more up you climb in the ladder, the bigger people there are. So now the people that see you as a leader, 
uh, they think that you're the bomb. But once you get up there, you actually feel like you're real low. So I was like, man, the more you escalate, I mean, it doesn't matter because these people make you feel like you're nothing. I mean, to your company, to your employees, yeah, you might feel like something. But and then I, I came into my sense and I'm like, you know what? I can't play politics with people. I can't sit there and tell somebody, oh, it's okay. It's all right. I understand you. Don't tell your your foreman. If your foreman starts pushing you, if he's telling you to do something unsafe, then you come tell me. And then yet I'm going over there and telling their foreman, hey, I don't want to see them standing around. I need that job getting done. So therefore, I'm already pushing them to do something that might be unsafe mm-hmm. or that might go against their will or they're being pushed. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like that that style of politics with playing politics with people because I don't believe in that. I believe that everybody should be respected. That we're not just gonna nitpick what we want, what rules we want to follow, and what rules we're gonna break in order to get a job task done. You get what I'm saying? Oh yeah. yeah. So I decided to uh, pretty much go back into school, and I found this uh, online courses that would get me there a lot faster. Obviously, I would have to pay a big amount of money to get it out there, but um, it would have taken me if I would have if I would have done it like the way they wanted me to, and I, I took about two to three classes a day of this course. So it was it was I got it done about three months and then another three months i got my other uh, my other diploma and then another about four or five months i got my other diploma so three diplomas psychology psychology of organization and a coaching one the coaching one was pretty much the the, the easier one but the other two were like pretty much i was like whoa this stuff is the real deal but i think if we don't take every opportunity see this is what they did with bill bill gates was asked was interviewed i don't know if you heard but he was interviewed one time he's like well, well, well how do you get your wealth or how does how are you have you been growing so much and he laughed and he smiled and he gave the reporter the one that was interviewing him a blank check here he said here fill, 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 put a, put, a, put whatever amount you want on there just put it on there and she's like, no, no, thank you. I'm asking you something. Please answer my question. He's like, no, put whatever amount you want on there. She's like, no, I'm asking you a question. Where does your wealth come from? How have you been so successful? And he got his check blank check back and he ripped it up and he said, I do not take opportunities for granted. I take every opportunity. You just missed that opportunity right now. Oh, I see. <laughs> huh. And uh, we, we don't, we don't. We don't take every opportunity. And especially as Hispanics, our mindset is to just uh, get a get, go to college, get a degree, buy a house, maybe buy a house, um, buy a nice car, go to a vaca- couple vacations a year, mm. get two weeks off, get benefits, work for the rest of your life, pay bills and die. And that's it. Yeah. I mean, mm. that's, that's the average... Um, I don't want to say Joe because it wouldn't be Joe, but yeah, that's the average man. Yeah, and also like it's something like I'm not sure if it's pride or I don't know. Like I, I also don't want to admit that's the American dream because I think the American dream is more, um, more spirit spiritual than that. And mm-hmm. I think I think that's like you said, like we are or both our I'm I'm assuming that both our parents came to America for these opportunities like mm-hmm. what uh, Bill Gates said 
and and then the reason I bring I bring up your your like your previous um, appointment with like the plants and what what have you is because recently at my job I've been just like asking the folks that um you know I, I'm not gonna mention any company names but uh my my company or the company I'm contracted for just went through a merger with another company here in the United States and the folks are kind of training us on how they do what they do mm-hmm. and I asked them like so how long you been with the job what what's the culture like you know I'm, I'm very what's very important to me is like the culture I'm working for yeah absolutely. Or and it's just except for this one actually two gentlemen that I respect really um, a lot there uh, one is from Africa he was legit from Africa and the first thing you told me, because I asked him, like, so what's, uh, what should I expect? Or, like, do you work a lot of after hours, this and that? And he told me, like, one lesson I learned is uh, family health first. Okay. And that was, that was weird. Like, well, okay. Um, not a good sign that, you know, the company we're working <laughs> for, you had to tell me that. But, all right, well, like, well, why? What's going on? And he told me uh, that his sister is IT tech over in Africa. Mm-hmm. And one time, she decided to stay late for work uh, at a bank because, uh, you know, she's like, she wanted to do her due diligence, right? Like, she wanted to, hey, I don't want want my my company thinks I'm a quitter or, like, you know, I don't want to do my end. So, she decided to stay late for work and she completed a task. That night, she, that that bank, the same bank she was working at to get the problem solved, got robbed. Long story short, even though she was a worker, she got blamed for it. Oh, wow. She got blamed for it and spent, I think, five years in prison, which I've imagined prison in any other country than America, even in, here in America, mm-hmm. either way. But, you know, especially like Africa, mm-hmm. South Africa. Uh, so that's why that's why he told me it was like family health first. Because yeah. if, if it wasn't for her staying late, she wouldn't have been to prison. And I can only imagine what happened. Man, that's crazy. Um. And so, so the kind of like the whole mentality with the plants, or like that too, is like we're, you're kind of expected to be there, no matter what. Drone, mm-hmm. be like a drone, like you know, wake up, get your your human instincts done, go to work, get home, eat, go to bed. But like, man, it's not, it's not life. And the same thing with these guys, like it's almost like you, you just quit. You just found something you're kind of comfortable doing. Hey, it gets it meets my ends. Screw it. Yeah, I don't like that answer. Like I don't know. Like maybe, maybe it's like I always thought. Like maybe I'm not a man enough to stay at a at a job for too long. Or, but you know, one thing that thankfully you kind of helped me out with is like, no, maybe it's because I'm not doing my calling. Exactly. Mute that. I'm sorry about that. I'll edit the, edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you do, or you should leave it on there para que vean que this is this is something real. I need to put um call Hector. <laughs> call Hector. Uh, I'm trying to put a note that I need to edit something out at minute thirteen. Uh-huh. Oh, you got a notes. It's about to go to minute fourteen, just uh, for your information, <laughs> so you can put it on there too. Okay. Uh, let me put this on mute real quick. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. So um. I just didn't feel comfortable that like the field I'm in, I feel very comfortable. I mean, that's that that's the field I want to be in, but I don't feel like the particular job I'm at is it. And right. of course, I want to you know spread my wings and do whatever. 
what was the catalyst? What was the sign that you're like, like you you give me a whole reason, but I felt like there had to be one single thing that like, oh no. I think I was looking for purpose, my purpose here on earth. See, as Christians, people have created an an escape plan to go back into heaven. So therefore, I mean, if all you're doing is waiting for the day that the good Lord is going to come back for you and like, I mean, I don't don't see no point to this. So why why God even put people here? Mm -hmm. What would be the purpose of it, of, of it all? So I was in pursuit, not of happiness, but of purpose. So I was trying to find out what that purpose was because we're all here to serve a purpose. Everything serves a purpose in mm-hmm. here. Nothing is just just happens. Nothing just exists. We all have a purpose and a reason why. But it's our job to go look for what our purpose is. But sometimes we don't know because we're so caught up in life that we think we like something. See, people wake up in the morning and they don't like what they do. Nah. You know what I'm saying? It's a dread even getting up and like, oh, I gotta go to work. I used to, there's a guy that I met that he used to, uh, they used to tell me that whenever he would get in the restroom, he would start yelling the f word. He's like, fuck, fuck, like real loud, like in the morning because he didn't want to go to work. That's how bad he hated his job, and he worked in the plants. And I'm like, man, I don't want to be like that for the rest of my life. I mean, it's it's good money, yes, but at the same time, it's not worth it. I mean, you don't have any family time at all. Mm-hmm. You might get back home, per se. You leave at uh, 4 or 5 in the morning, get back at 6 because of traffic. You don't get home till probably like 7. You eat, maybe watch a movie for about 30 minutes, and you got to go back to sleep because, I mean, time's up. You got to go wake up early tomorrow morning and do it all over again. And sometimes you work 7-12, sometimes it's 7-14, sometimes it's even more. So that, that ain't life. Nah, dude. This does mean that's that's not life. So I started seeking for purpose, and I said, you know what? It's time that I start doing what makes me happy. So, and it doesn't. And I think what makes me happy the most is that. I mean, when you find something that you're willing to do for free because you enjoy doing it so much, mm. then you 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 nailed it. Yeah, you found what you you're calling. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. right. And even. Even before you made the switch, in which I'm so glad because, like, over the years when we, uh, uh, of course, we, we met through a, a mutual friend, and the more I learned about you, who, who you are, what you do, what you know, what you normally do, the the thrive you have, the energy, the momentum you have, you carried it with you. Here and there, I kind of noticed that you told me, it's like, you know, if I had, like, so-and-so, or you, you always give me these expressions or conditions, like, hey, if I, you know, did this or did that. I would like to be a counselor or a coach or something like that. Mm-hmm. Over the years, you you always give me, you literally always told me that. Throwing signs and alerts and flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how, like, and yet you did it in the most difficult time because you have, you not only have a, a wife, you have children, and then you know this this gnarly little time that we're living in. Oh, like that. I don't know. Like that punts me up. That punts me up so much. <laughs> And then, of course, thankfully, uh, you're not you're not the only friend that ha- have a positive influence in my life right now. Um, I have another friend, which hopefully one day we we'll get to like all podcast together. Um, but you guys just happen to like 
have the same kind of energy. Now he's about to jump ship hopefully real soon. And I think he wants to ask some questions like, hey, how, what do I do not to like fall back? But I think I think even he tells me, he's like, you know what? Don't be afraid of failure because how are you going to learn? Hector's really going to come here? <laughs> no, 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 Hector Alfred. Oh, oh, okay. I see. I see. Okay. But uh, hopefully we get him to, him here yeah. too. I'm pretty we, sure. So we have a couple of friends who are really, uh, really close to us and have been throughout uh, middle school and even elementary and uh, trying to get them here is probably would be a great thing to have so it would be probably one of the uh, most funniest serious uh, most awkward um, podcasts I think would be made so and I think it would be pretty good so having them here I think it would be a great thing so but yeah yeah, like I'm pretty sure, like me and you were the only ones who are not gonna cuss, and then Hector now for like just gonna storm away. Yeah, because honestly, <laughs> I'm too lazy to bleep out all the cuss words unless it's obscene and grotesque. But other than that, like I'll, I'll allow it on my podcast. But um, <laughs> so, so see, the thing about cussing is that the moment that you start cussing, you lose uh, you lose respect. So it, when I I remember when I would give my speeches in the plants. Um, I would cuss and automatically the uh, like a few people, half of the people would like turn around and start doing their own thing. And I'm like, oh, you, you know what? I think cussing is one of the things. So the, uh, even if it's a small word or you're just like, it just nah, like this dude just has a filthy mouth. In other words, or right? he's not even educated and stuff like that. So it's just, I mean, it makes you seem more educated. It's, it's obviously you're not going to go cuss in front of, uh, if you were to meet President Joe Biden or or Donald Trump or the one before him or the crazy one before him either. So, yeah, we got a bunch of crazy people up there. You know what I mean? So uh, if you guys want to join them, if you if you think that, yeah, you could do a better job. I mean, we'll root for you. All no, for real. Like, yeah, I mean, I think we have better options. We have a lot better options. A lot of people with potential out there that could become presidents of the United States and. If only we there would, you know, step out out of the comfort zone and go ahead and try to do it and run for it. I mean, absolutely. That's why I love the United States because you don't have to be a politician. It'd be great if you were, but anybody can become a president. Kanye twenty twenty four. I have so much mixed feelings about that. To be honest with you, no, um, <laughs> dude. Um, so like, just a quick little side quest. What happened in Astro World? Ah, I see. So I I started researching it up because when I went to school, a lot, a lot of I asked a lot of my students what happened, and they said that by the videos some of their family members took and cousins and stuff like that, they said that it was a more of a satanic ritual. Literally, I don't know where we've seen this. I think it's in the Space Jam movie, uh, where there the Looney Tunes are entering. There's like a theme park. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember in space mm-hmm. in Space Jam. Oh yeah, about yeah. the monsters and they're going in through the uh through a mouth. Uh huh. So uh-huh. that's what Astro World was the the incident. So they were going in through this big old mouth, and they said that whenever they went in there, like it was more of a satanic ritual that there was people being uh, I think they were having epileptic attacks and stuff like that. So, and I'm like I love conspiracy theories. I don't believe most of them. So what I'm about to say is like I don't know if it's true or not, but this is what I'm I'm just hearing. I'm just regurgitating this information. Just say it. 
I hear that some 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 of the things I hear is like, oh yeah, somebody was running around stabbing people with needles. Okay, that's one. And then I hear some other sources like, yeah, everybody was stampeding, mo- like not really moshing, just er- once they saw Travis Scott or whatever his name is, everybody was like really excited and they were pushing forward. And then like in the sense that was a stampede, piece of stampede. Exactly. And then other things was like dehydration or they were on something else that they they you know did themselves. <laughs> I don't like I, I I feel like I don't get a straight story and of course there's like you know, no, no offense to like I'm not trying to say this towards you or anything like that but like I feel like this is kind of like another satanic panic but then again there's I feel like there's some legitimate reasons to, for it to be satanic panic but at the same time I was like part of me wants to say like it's the lack of humanity so I'm gonna tell you like this no Houston artist and uh, because I was a little bit in the music industry oh yeah. no Houston artist becomes that bad of a hit here in Houston. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like Houston is not the city to support their own uh their own local artists. Right, right. Okay, okay, okay. Now you you seen uh Bun B, you see uh Paul Wall, uh, so you see all, all these rappers. They're great. They got a big amount of support. Mm-hmm. But not so crazy amount like the way Travis Scott does. Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. You see what I mean? Not yeah. to where it will move you like that. Something had to happen. You know what I mean? Something, something about to happen between him. So you hear that the Illuminati, you hear that they, that people, Beyonce, she belongs to Illuminati, Jay-Z belongs mm. to Illuminati and all that stuff. And I don't know why we're getting off topic this bad, but might as well do it right. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> so there has to be something that. In common. In common. common. Yeah. Already. Because even, even, even. Even the devil is told whenever he tempted Jesus, he's like, you know what? I'll give you fame. I'll give you whatever you want. Mm-hmm. But just, you know what I'm saying? Adore me. You know what I'm saying? Worship me. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all you got to do. So if he gave Jesus that ability, you don't think he's going to do the same thing with us? With somebody, you know what? If he worships me, I- I'll give you fame. I'll give you popularity. I'll give you money. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I-, and I see that. I see that. I see that. Because... Kind of give I'm I'm giving in to that th- that thought process because it's weird. Like a lot of people are also blaming Tara Scott himself because like he was let known about the situation in, yeah. the, in the crowd and supposedly yeah. he was lacking empathy. Whether or not that's true, because like I'm gonna play de- devil's avocado, uh, devil's advocate, meaning like okay, like I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Like you know, it's a large crowd, lights are kind of like disorienting. You can't really tell what's going on in the crowd. Sure, that's a possibility. But at the same time, you you see all these other even like death metal concerts, like everybody, yeah, like people are getting hurt, and the the lead singer is like, hey, hey, hold on, stop, everybody, stop being exactly. And so, and again, I, I'm in no side of this. I'm in the middle. I'm just hearing things. So like you know, honestly, to be honest with you, a lot of things happen, and it's just like, but this one's just so weird. Yeah, too too weird. Too 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 many coincidences. And then and then I'm not sure how true this is. I just saw TikTok and of course TikTok's gonna be a source of information because everybody can do whatever the heck they want. But uh, supposedly a lot of the rappers that are kind of quote unquote unfamous, like I I'm not into that world, but I see supposedly a lot of the rappers like Triple Extension <laughs> passed away in November. These other rappers, I don't know, but apparently a lot of people know who they are. Died in November, and then this thing happened in November. It's like, I'm sure. Have you ever heard of the uh, Club Twenty Seven 
conspiracy theory? I've, I've heard about it. I haven't really paid much attention to it, but I've heard about it. So in my world, in like the rock and roll and metal world, um, a lot, a lot of like uh, artists tend to die like around the age of twenty-seven with a bigger lighter, white big lighter in their pocket. Okay, it's too much of coincidence, and I don't know. I don't know how true that is. But like so, th- I guess that in rock and roll world, and then this with, I guess the hip hop world or whatever you want to call it, right. it's it's weird, man. Like I don't know. So like, how how did they die? What what was it? The the kid the the people in the in the in the concert yeah the actual concert. I mean, I think some some so see, and I could tell you this by experience because I went to a church the other day, and uh. Their bass drum was so loud that was making my heart skip beats. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm like, man, what's this going to? So, okay, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, it and uh, there was a research. Matter of fact, there's this, there's this uh, news story that happened with this young teenager over there in the, uh, I think it was in Europe, and he, uh, they did the research on him because he said he they got done studying and they got back from college they went into their dorm room and they wanted to go party and it was his first time so he went he went and the music was really loud and he started feeling like anxiety and anxiety attack mm-hmm. and he started feeling that his heart was skipping beats because of the bass drum was so like loud so they took a, he he grabbed told one of his friends i don't feel good take me to the hospital so whenever he got to the hospital yeah, they couldn't. By the time he got there and they checked him up because he looked normal, he didn't really have an emergency. By the time the doctor came to see him, he was already dead. Oh, okay. That that took a turn. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me. Yeah, by the time the doctor see him, he was back to normal. No. They're like, yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it, it does have like, it can. So there's certain frequencies that your mind is able to perceive, but your mind thinks it's. Danger, a, yeah, a danger, or it might be mistaken it by your beat. So your mind controls the whole show. Mm-hmm. That's why I focus a lot on the mind because you're with that. If as soon as your mind is dead, they can get you a heart, they can get you a liver, they can get you whatever thing else, another eye, but they can't get you a new mind. Oh, I see what you mean. You I see, see what, what I mean. mean. Okay. So that that's one of the main important parts. So, um, I think it triggered the brain to thinking that oh, okay, you know what. It's it's a beat, so now my heart is skipping beats because it doesn't know what what what's going on. So, I think that would have been that triggered at the Astro World concert too. A lot of people have real loud music. The show, you see, I've seen plenty of videos where it says that a lot of people were screaming for help. A lot of people didn't know what to do. So at the same time, you're like, man. What's going on here? I mean, what what is this concert really all about? Because I think you saw the flames. Did you see the video about the flames? Yeah, and like all thir- that? thirteen flames or six flames, something like uh, representing the the beast or yeah. something along the lines. And then of course, like the mouth thing you were talking about, like the belly mm-hmm. of the beast or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. So so like the whole thing, like that one study you said, like the 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 kid went to like a, like a party and then he died in the hospital. So you're saying. At first, I would have thought that was a physical affliction, but you're saying that it's a psychological affliction. Yeah, bec- oh, okay. because because um, like it's it's it, to be honest, it's all spiritual because mm-hmm. yeah. there's a song that Kanye West sings, and they put it every at every club, every strip club is that one that goes Lamborghini Mercy, uh, my my uh, 
Joe Chick, she's so thirsty or something like that. <laughs> but there's a part where he goes, yeah. So he's practically saying this is a, a gnashing of teeth. Okay. Okay. Something in the Bible where uh, the gnashing of teeth. Let me see if I can find it. The, the lyrics for it real quick. But that's what it is, dude. And like we ignore these things and the bass is pretty good. Bah. Yeah. Bah. And you're like, whoa, man, this is this is pretty sick. But uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> so no, so it's weird because like the f- weird that uh, you bring that song up because um, I remember that song very, very vividly, and I'm okay. not the type of person that listens to that kind of music. It just took me so many repetitions uh-huh. of that song for me. Like, oh, now it's nostalgia. Maybe I'll give it a listen to it. But so it, it says, it says, look, this is what the lyrics say. The little pop, 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 pop. It says it says, well, it's a weeping. A moaning and gnashing of teeth. Uh huh. It's a weeping and a mourning and gnashing of teeth. That's what he's saying. And it comes to my sound, which is a champion sound. That's what the lyric says. That little this is the gnashing and the gnashing of teeth. So that's what it's practically saying. So, and if you read the Bible, when is going to be the gnashing? That'll be the day of the gnashing of teeth. The uh, hell? Or? Hell. Oh, exactly. Okay. <laughs> Did I get that right? Uh, uh, yeah. So, you know, these, these people are putting it in their songs and we're over here like, well, this is, this is, this is, this is dope. You know what I mean? Well, one quick thing. And then I want to go back to something you mentioned mm-hmm. and then we'll go come back to this conversation because I love talking about this. But one quick <laughs> thing, one quick thing is that, you know, it's weird that, which, you know, praise God. That um, Justin Timberlake, Justin was the one when Bieber, Bieber. There we yeah, go. We were believers at one time. Whenever he <laughs> took out that song, <laughs> 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 that one cool song. Yeah, yeah. Um, we became believers. <laughs> believers, jeez, man. <laughs> you know, I believe anybody and everybody has the right, the ability, in the pursuit of happiness, now, and uh, the ability to become a Christian whenever they want. Absolutely. And I, I was so glad, like, all of a sudden, uh, I, I keep seeing, like, these TikToks and Instagram reels where Justin Bieber started singing praise songs. Like, you know what? All yeah. right. Sure. Like, who am I to say no? Uh, <laughs> that's not my delegation. Whether I like him or not, that's another different story. But right. but I will have to admit that he is a talented person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but what kind of struck me really weird is that um, I think it was J- Justin Bieber... Kanye West and out of all the people, uh, Marilyn Manson <laughs> got together <laughs> and it started to quote unquote praising God. Like, and again, I am not, I'm nobody put these, this line in the sand. Like, you know, you can't, who are you to, th- exactly. become, yeah. I, I don't have that, but yeah. I still will have to, as a person that, you know, is a believer in Christ or just in general, as a person with free will of thinking. Right. Right. I, you know, it's like, interesting i'm a little suspect i'm mm-hmm. a little suspect but hey if that's true you know so be it man They're like who am i to say no um but so what what i wanted to mention to you is that um you said school and students uh tell me a little bit about that i know that you're you're doing this program at a school yeah yeah so um it's just mainly to help out the parents out and the counselors because uh they're overwhelmed with student problems and if you see um like these kids are like getting out of control man it's just like they have like you know what's shocking me remember uh back when we were in high school like 
we weren't allowed to have beards. We weren't allowed to uh, uh, wear earrings or hats. And these kids can wear earrings, can wear hats, can have their phones in the hallway. Matter of fact, they take their phones inside the the uh, classroom. the classroom and they're on their phone. And they, dude, is like, it's weird because they're sagging their pants. They're wearing big shirts, and I'm like, man. See, one of the things that we need to implement on people is their core values, and you know what I mean. The 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 the, the values that we have, the the where we where we, uh, how can I say this? How we grew up with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Our values, and all of that has been going to the trash lately, dude. So, in the, I I do have a clear sense, politically, religiously, whatever things. But as a person, uh, the type of person I am, I like to think openly, like be in the middle ground. I do. Uh, I will have to say that you know, of course, problems always existed. But I, I this is my just my personal bias, and this is completely biased to what I think and feel. This whole participation trophy society sucks mm. and is ruining. Like, the, like, don't be wrong. As a, as a child, or as a teenager, you know the idea of like, oh, they're gonna implement uh, school uniforms. It's gonna suck, yada yada. But as an adult now, I'm like, you know, what? I see the reasoning. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I know little Tommy, little Timmy. You're not gonna like it, but it's just para tu bueno. Yeah. For your own good, you know. For your own good, yeah. Like, it, it teaches discipline. It teaches like, hey, there's boundaries to be followed, or you should be followed. And of course, you have the right to not do it eventually. This and that. But there's a reason why these things are important to us as a society, as a family member, as a student, as a, a son, a, uh, you know. This is just a domino effect. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like, it's as stupid as, like, well, how is uh, a dress code going to fix my problems? Dude, like, these little things teaches you how to follow these rules. How to be disciplined. This is discipline, really. And, and of course, I, I'm the top of both. So, like, some rules are, are supposed to be broken, yada, yada. But, like... It teaches modesty, it teaches humility, you know, like exactly. in a good way. You have principles and people who, you know, I've been seeing that there, this generation is a little bit softer uh, in the sense that because back then they wouldn't let you wear red. They wouldn't let you wear certain colors to school because it represented like, gang memberships, right? Yeah, yeah. So therefore now they're letting all this stuff. That means that all the gang memberships, uh, all, that, all, of the, all of that died. You know what I mean? So now you're like, man. And you talk to some of these people. I've talked to a couple of students and they get offended. Like I'm expecting them to talk trash back or to snap back. But like they don't. They literally are like, all right, bro, whatever. If you don't. What? Even, yeah. It's I- like, it's like, all right, dude, whatever. And I'm like, what? I mean, like we go like I could say something like per se. I say, man, that's an ugly hat you got there. And they're like, oh, I bought it, bro. And if you don't like it, whatever. Like what? Dude, it's like I'm I'm waiting for you to talk about my shoes. I'm giving I'm letting myself open so you could you know what I mean. I'm I'm so in shock right now. I, I thought this this is a completely different direction. I thought so. They're not. The problem is not they're they're not like being hellraisers. The problem is like they're easily offended. They're is easily that the offended. problem? I think that's one of the problems. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah, I'm because not... they they rebel. They'll rebel, but once you like snap at them. And they're like, whoa. Like, oh, you can't. Who are you to tell me to, oh to, talk, to, to, to go off on me like that? And, and I, I've always had that because at school, I mean, we. You guys. We had to. We Yeah, you had to defend yourself. Like, as soon as they have something, you got to come back with something even sharper. 
And especially in the plans, dude. Especially in the plans. In the plans, you're going to meet all these type of people. And if you stay quiet, they're going to devour you. So you so devour you. So you know this because you go to a barbershop where they're constantly talking trash. Oh, I love it, dude. That's, <laughs> and, dude and I'm sensitive. You know, I, I feel like you and Hector would admit, like, I'm super sensitive. But not this sensitive or not this kind, dude. Dude, no. I mean, I go to the barbershop and they're... They're pretty much sensitive, dude. I, I told I told the kid I was like, yeah, man. Um, he's like, man, I like your hair. What you do to it? I was like, I don't know, bro. You probably t- actually took your time last time, and he just stayed dead silent. Oh, and I was like, really? And then yeah, he was like, he just stayed quiet. And I was like, I was expecting him to bite back because one time I told him something and he did actually bite back. But this time he just stayed quiet. I was like, man, come on, because I you're so used to that in barbershops when you go to. Like a barbershop. I'm talking yeah. about barbershop, barbershop, where you can actually go in there and you start talking trash to people and people talk trash back and like that. I mean, no cuss words. You're not offending anybody, but you're just like, you get that sense yeah. of, of feeling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like ever since me and you started to like hang out, whatever, I know you always try to teach me that because like, again, I'm sensitive, but I knew how, like, you know, I stay quiet because I don't know how to bite back. And you, you and Hector and everybody in this, under the clouds try to teach me that. But now every time I try to do that, like, and, and, and again, I'm still sensitive. I'm still learning. Thanks to you guys. But every time, like, I do something like, hey, uh, you know, I'm an adult in the situation. I'm going to, like, bite. And, you know, I want you to bite back. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm starting to notice that, too. It's like, yeah. bro, like, it, it, that was a joke. It's, it's okay. It's a joke. Tell, <laughs> tell me off. Tell me I'm fat or something, dude. Like, it's going to hurt my feelings. But, like, hey, man, yeah. it's okay. And it, that's that's so that that's not the, the problem i thought you guys were gonna have like and again uh, you told me yeah they're, they're rebellious whatever and they're letting these kids do you know wear all these gang members this and that but i'm a little surprised that these same gang members and again i am no advocate of any gangs i actually oppose them and like you know hopefully god protects me because i don't want to get killed by any gangs or motorcycle clubs or whatever yeah but i have no respect for them but still, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing flip of the coins. Like I kind of thought they would do a better job and like toughing these kids up, you know? Dude, like <laughs> I think I think all of the gang memberships really started dying out because there's a I I, I don't I don't see what what happened. See, I think uh, I mean I don't know I I I, I don't I can't I can't bring a. a I can't sense reason into it why they've allowed this in school and why gang memberships really started dying at schools because you would see it. You would see everybody, either a group of people just hanging out together, the Mexicans, blacks, whites, and all of that, and you would actually see it. Now it's more like, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. It's really hard to tell what's going on in school because there's that doesn't exist. What exists still is the uh, fact that there's... Uh, they judge you by your looks. So that 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 prejudice type is like still there. So there which is funny though because they try like they try to implement like, hey, you're not supposed to judge or whatever yeah. and then they still with the very logic that they use, yeah. you you're judging. It's yeah. And quite honestly, like and this is gonna be super controversial and it's probably the only thing I'll say, controversial I'll say here is that um judge for goodness sake judge there's a reason why society has survived for this long because we judge each other yeah and of course you're not supposed to shove it down each other's throat and be hurtful yeah obviously not but in order for like any kind of normal society to survive you kind of like hey bro this kind of weird activity your behavior you're you're, you're doing he uh yeah. is making us kind of uncomfortable and uh 
honestly where I care I care about you and I hope you're you're doing fine is there anything you need to help you know stuff like yeah, that you're you're yeah. judging of course but that's like the righteous kind of judging you know yeah yeah sometimes sometimes I think uh whenever you're mean to people or you're mean or you're uh you're talking like that to people and it's because sometimes sometimes it's much sweeter uh how can I put this let me put this in in words uh uh, like ugly love, yeah, tough love, tough love. In other words, ugly so, love. Yeah, uh, yeah, like ugly love. I can say because it's, it's, it can get ugly at times, but it's still love. Okay, okay. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think some of these people haven't learned the ugly love side. That I could still talk trash to you and tell you, hey, bro, pick up your pants, but because I want the best for you, you know, right? What I mean? yeah, but, but dress right because. Once you get up here to the to, to, to the real world, I mean, not, not everybody, if you go out there and try to get a job, that's one of the things they're going to look at, how you're dressed. Mm-hmm. How you dress, they're going to treat you. You get So if you go in dressed like whatever in sandals and you try to go get a job at the plants, brother, you ain't going to get no job. I'll tell you that right now. Unless you have a connection inside, then yes, but. Otherwise, you're not getting a job because people will treat you the way they see you. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was... I did not expect a shocker in this episode. Because, so, what... what um, Are you enjoying that? Are you... Like, are you seeing any progress, any chance? Yeah, dude. I, I think we've been getting a lot of good feedback and moms and kids you can see their attitudes starting to change a little bit more socializing and and some of them are starting to make the change but um then again it's just like like i said it goes it goes to to their principles and values if you can't you can only do so much as a teacher now now that i'm actually seeing teachers the way they work with kids and i'm like man i kind of feel bad for behaving bad at school when i did because i'm like man they had to put up with our stuff and then still managed to be nice to us the next day after we offended them. You our, get what I'm saying? Dude, our parents and our teachers, my God. Uh, I, you know, and, and I suffer from OCD. I, I, I keep repeating these thoughts again because, like, man, it was like one thousand, dude. Yeah. And sometimes it didn't, but, like, you know, like, like in general speaking, it's like, like with my, I hate to admit this, but I was I was better with with my teacher than with my parents. But <laughs> man, yeah, man, like um, so I mean, I, I guess I, I tortured my teachers not because of, of my behavior or like the lack of discipline or or uh, uh, disrespect or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was more like my anxiety. I it was it was I, I gave them help because of it because of my anxiety and I made their teaching kind of impossible because I distracted them or whatever. Um, but. By the way, we're like about 50 minutes in and we haven't explained what exactly you do because just in case anybody's, you know, people are listening from like sporadic places around the world. Right. It's so cool. Right, right, so, right. So uh, I, I've, we've implemented, uh, so we've implemented a concept we call, I like to call life therapy, where we focus on all aspects of your life. See, the psychological part of your life, you know what I mean? The leadership part of your life, you're the spiritual part of your life. Without these three things, it's impossible for man to reach a peace within the mind, a stable, uh, a, a, an emotional balance throughout 
these things mm. they see psychologists will always tell you to believe in something if you go to a psychologist believe in something whether it's the universe god whatever you want to believe in but believe in something because that will be your reason why to keep on going forward so we've implemented this and we try to help other people um couples uh, i'm seeing couples right now teens and individuals who want to better themselves how can i get to the next level or i'm going through this situation with my husband or with my spouse and how can you help me how can we make this better what do i got to do so we start implementing these things and uh we try to bring them back to their core values and their principles that's what it's all about i mean if you don't have any values principles then you can't really prote- that that values and principles protect your goals mm-hmm. in other words is what i'm trying to get to so we have to have an overall end goal between that and i think one of the things that jesus whenever he was down here um he tried to implement on all of us not to worry he wanted us to have peace within the mind right right because he that's why he called himself the prince the prince of peace mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because he wanted all of us and he said don't worry about tomorrow what's tomorrow will bring tomorrow will bring its own things mm-hmm. worry about today so one of the things that he always tried to tell people don't worry don't worry about it but abraham maslow teaches you the other thing who's that and what so he it? teaches that uh, he, the basic human needs water clothing oh, housing shelter yeah. and jesus says the opposite jesus said the total opposite mm. don't worry about what you're going to dress don't worry what you're going to live don't worry if the birds in the heaven can eat you don't think and that your father you that you don't know that you don't know how to do good deeds imagine your father in heaven what he would do for you right you know what i mean so it co- is kind of controversial to what they say that we need but Jesus says don't worry about these things mm-hmm. why because whenever you become a believer in God you start seeing that and i'm probably giving out too much information <laughs> but might as well but you start seeing that uh earth is not the source mm-hmm. heaven is your source earth is just a resource okay you see what i'm saying so your income your money your it will be provided by your provider who is in heaven the source because you're connected to the source mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you get what i'm saying so i'm not going to go much in detail into that because that's a whole another uh branch that we will be going into and it's just really really extensive but everybody if everybody if anybody's out there and like we all need peace within the mind Right. absolutely absolutely like we that's i think that's the overall end goal that we all need to focus on is how to calm our mind because we lo- love to tend to overthink stuff mm-hmm. we think about tomorrow and sometimes we don't even sleep because we're thinking so much about tomorrow mm-hmm. or because of we th- well, we're thinking about what somebody told us and you're like man did they really mean it because maybe we were kind of attached to that person or something but once we learn to manage the peace within the mind we become we become some of the most how can i say it almost like unstoppable yeah creature, force of nature there, yeah. yeah so um 
So, because yeah, yeah, yeah. So so just to kind of clarify, you're you're a counselor, coach, a life therapist, as you say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, ther- so a therapist. Uh, do you consider yourself like a psychologist as well? Like some people have been calling me a psychologist because people think that I am. I don't like calling myself a psychologist because some people think, well, I'm I'm going crazy, or I, people who go to psychologists, but. Uh, I'm, I'm a therapist uh, so and in general life I, I'd work with the whole aspects of your life because um, your leadership matters at home if you can't be a leader at home then out there don't expect to be a leader out there either dang okay dang okay that's, See, that's uh, a tough tough yeah. love right there so you 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 uh, in order for you to perform out there you gotta perform back home you gotta got to train at home so it's like the athlete the athlete in order to perform in front of millions and millions of people he has to uh practice mm-hmm. by himself mm-hmm. so your practice arena is at home so therefore when you go out into the real world and perform you're you're able to execute like you the way you should right and these kids and these kids don't have discipline so one of the things is that if you don't have discipline you're not gonna get anywhere if you can't wake up early, I see some of these. Some one of the kids was telling me, "Man, I, I could probably go to sleep right now and wake up tomorrow at this time." I'm like, "Dang, 24 hours of sleep!" <laughs> like, man, brother, tw- oh, I'm sorry, 12 hours of sleep. That that's a lot. That's a lot. I have to be extremely tired, and like, like doesn't t- your back hurt? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I don't know. Like, I try to be lazy. I generally try to be lazy, and it's like, no, dude. And I, I generally, I, I feel like as a kid, I was very lazy, but I try to do what I did as a kid. It's like, nah, the we, way gotta, we, we gotta ask for uh, Hector, Hector's advice. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, like he does work those seven twelve sometimes, yeah. no? Like, yeah. I, but how did he manage to do it whenever he was he was younger though? Because he he would be able oh, to. You remember? Yeah, that's he, right. he was he was like really he could like. I think if somebody had real peace within the mind, it's him. <laughs> Honestly, dude, because I remember as a kid, like teenagers, like right before, after we graduated, I would tell them, like, dude, I think out of all, like, between me, Hector, Alfred, and oh, like, officially he's going to be called Mr. Sin because he's yeah. he's going to, I know it sounds controversial because we're Christian or whatever, but uh, he, he's going to make a brand name of himself. He's going to call himself Mr. Sin, but the Sin is S-I-N-N as an acronym for something that has nothing to do with actual Picado or whatever. Mm, yeah. Um, but, uh, and, uh, Matt, which was my neighbor, but my best friend, hermano también, you know, um, and I told, I told Hector's like, dude, out of all of us, because at the time, I mean, you had, haven't hanged out out of all of us, you're like the most mentally stable. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I agree with that statement that, um, he, he's, he's, he has peace in the mind, peace but yet, in the mind, huh? but, um, and of course nobody has a perfect life. Nobody will, um, but having Jesus in your life helps tremendously. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's wild, man. It's, it's so wild that you're here. You're 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 at the spot. Like you know, of course, you're still there's still a tremendous hill to climb. You yeah. still have a lot of traction. And you know, God willing, that you know, one that you know we get an audience through here because. And again, this podcast is not the target is not to be religious or anything like that. But hey, you know, just talk about life sometimes. That sometimes you have people have to hear about life. You know, yeah. what I mean, life life ain't easy, and a lot of you know this stuff. But whenever you come to a point that 
you're trying to find purpose and i think every college student right now every teen right now is trying to look for purpose yeah what is the purpose of life if there's not i mean is it an escape plan what is it i mean just a lot of people out there trying to figure out what their purpose is because right now you could offer me millions of money and still i would still feel like i'm not serving a purpose right because one of them one of the guys asked me he's like one of one of the people who, who i see he's like uh, I wish I had a lot of money. What would you do with a lot of money? I'm like, man, honestly, you could give me millions. I could see right now on my crypto account, on all my accounts, and see a million dollars. But if I'm not doing my purpose, if I'm not serving my purpose, what's the point? What good, yeah, what good, what, what's the point of all those millions if I'm not helping people out? If I'm not doing what my calling is, you know what I mean? Did mm-hmm. like because I see an example like especially like Robert Williams like. He had all the money in the world, quote yeah. unquote, you know, and a lot, of pe- a lot of rich people do, and then kill themselves because again they kind of lose their purpose once they get there. Yeah. Um, and speaking of Rob Williams, I forgot there was a little tangent tangent that we were talking about earlier. And you know, I'm I may be misquoting this really bad, but like your conversation about the uh, cuss words, um, he was talking about the word super or very. Like, every time we talk and we're trying to accentuate, like, a word or something happening, we use very or super a lot, and it's very lazy. That could be said about cuss words. Like, just you swearing tends to make... It's very lazy. Yeah. You're not creative enough to make your story pop or be, like, expressive of what you want to say. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. So, that, that's what I wanted to bring up. And like, Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good. That's good. I like that. I like that. Um. Man, I just lost traction. Um, Got in the moment. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. So, like I was saying, like, you know, do you accept uh, clients that are not religious-based? Absolutely. You- everybody who's willing to come. Oh, so, okay. Everybody's yeah, welcome. Everybody's welcome. Everybody's welcome because everybody needs help. Oh, we all nice. need help. I have I have a guy who I'm seeing. He says he's an atheist. And th- those are my type of people. Like I don't have a, pr- I can't, I can't tell you no, I can't help you out, because then what I'm preaching, I I'm not practicing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Jesus came for the lost. Jesus came for people who weren't common. Jesus was sitting on the table with them, and the religious people were like, "What are you doing? You're drinking with them. You're having fun with them. What are you doing? Like relax, guys. What the heck are you? What, what what's wrong wrong with it? I'm am I getting drunk? No." But you see that Jesus had all these followers because why? Because he was a likable guy. Yeah. Somebody you like to be around with. Probably funny. He probably messed around with you every now and then. But he would tell you the truth whenever you needed to hear the truth. Dude. He was the guy to go to. Right. So I think that we misunderstand who Jesus really was. And and I think the most misunderstood person in this whole history of life has been Jesus. Because there's one topic I want to hit too is like you um, once you know you had this business going and your practice I, like you said you told me before you don't like calling it a business because yeah. but I mean of course the reality is like you know you have a family to feed and this and that and you happen to love what you're doing which makes me so happy as a friend as a brother whatever but one thing that you, that you brought up is super interesting and I always thought of it this way I just never put it into words but you did 
is that, um, you know, of course, I do accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, even though I'm not a good Christian. Right. I'm a look more Christian. I, there's no lie about that because I, you know, the way I am behaving on this podcast is way a little different from what I behave in normal day to day. And, you know, you can attest to that and, you know, you can call me out on that. That's perfectly fine. That's what I want the podcast to be like, you know, anybody and everybody's welcome to talk to me about anything. And although my rule is I'm not going to cuss, I'm going to invite people to come here and they can cuss all yeah. they want, as long as it's not grotesque or obscene or anything like that. But um, you mentioned that Jesus as a, as a philosopher, yeah. and I love that. <laughs> he is the grand philosopher. Dude, he is probably when I started seeing Jesus. See, I, I looked for for my purpose in Socrates and Plato and all these great, uh, philosophers and I never found it I never found my purpose and I was like man what is the purpose of life I don't get it I don't get it I studied uh, a bunch of religions to try to understand, better understand where they're going from and the karma of life and uh, the better paradise and like the, every almost every religion talks about an escape plan Right. but Jesus said let your kingdom come let thy kingdom come. What does that mean? So, and I think, uh, and and what I've implemented is that Jesus, see, when Adam and Eve were here, the earth was connected to the kingdom. Sort of like what you would connect this microphone onto your mixer. Mm-hmm. It was a connection between it. The moment they fell, that got disconnected. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Jesus was the bridge to connect that again. But it's only through Jesus. The cave now there's a new cable, which is Jesus, <laughs> going from the microphone to the mixer. You get what I'm saying? So now, the only way for you to, if you want to go get the kingdom, is through Jesus. So that's why he said, "Bring the kingdom, and let your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven." Well, now I need to understand what the uh, what His will is in heaven, so I can do it here on earth. Therefore, I can be successful. Oh, okay. Uh, you heard it here, folks. Uh, the first uh, analogy that Jesus is an M- XLR cable. <laughs> no, no, but I, I get that. That's 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 perfect, perfect. Um, so that's cool. So you let anybody come, and you don't have to be religious. No, absolutely. Um, you know, like you know, I'm not like we can talk to whatever. I do plan to talk thirty more minutes if that's cool with you. If not, you tell me when you want to end this no, podcast. Go ahead, you're fine. But uh, I what I talk all day. I hear people talk all day, and I need to. I need to vent a little. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird though because like I'm no professional, but a lot of people come to me for advice. Like, man, buddy, you're coming to the wrong person, but I'll help as I'm best I you, can. I'm fixing. I'm willing to recruit you, but you don't listen. But yeah, you're not listening to God's calling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta practice what we preach. Just like my dad. My dad, I told him, Dad, you gotta get here on time. Yeah, but people need to get here on time, and we need to be disciplined. And I'm like, Daddy. You can't be showing up like two minutes before the the thing. You know that's not being disciplined. You're like, yeah, we have to stay disciplined. You gotta get there thirty minutes earlier if you can. But that's all what it's uh, being disciplined is all about. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut your inspiration off. <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Um, although I did, <laughs> to forget my train of thought again. No, 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 because because like I was gonna ask you, need, you so many multiple questions and like mm. you need some MCT oil. What is that? That's uh, oil. So whenever we drink caffeine, it blocks our thinking system, nervous system. Okay. So we don't think properly. Right. So we, MCT oil helps with that stuff. 
Don't think it's for anything XXX or anything like that because it's not for that stuff, Elias. <laughs> well, give me the pump though. Like, oh, that's the other thing I want to ask you. So, the like, pump. the the pump, like, because like, um, because uh, even through our our friendship, like, me and you have oh. gained and lost weight so many times. Yeah. I mean, me and you, I have faith that me and you can do it again and again Absolutely. and again. As part of your therapy, your life coach, your coaching, and what have you, do you technically also do physiology, meaning like part of it, uh, like do you recommend exercise? Do you also, would you ever like train somebody about exercise too? Uh, I would probably coach them along the way, absolutely. So um, being, see, we don't, we got, in order in order for us to understand our mind, we got to know our body. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, in physiology, it takes a great role in that. So we have to understand what we put into our body, what we eat. Do we think about just our belly or do we think about what is going into my brain? Is this good for my brain? Mm-hmm. Is what I'm fixing to put in my mouth good for me? Because you can eat a slice of pizza and be like, and two minutes later you feel like, man, I want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Or you can eat something that's actually good for you, a salad and be energetic. Right. afterwards you know what i mean so now you're burning calories because you're not going to sleep on a full stomach you know what i mean oh yeah so yeah. that that actually that matters a lot what you eat what you put inside what you eat it's more important than what you actually do so if you exercise but you don't maintain a healthy diet i mean but I can, yeah yeah don't even just go eat just don't even exercise it's like the Bible. If you don't believe the Bible, just throw it away. You know what I mean? <laughs> so if you don't, if you're not eating right, if you're not doing all the small things, don't expect to do the big things either. You know what I mean? Don't do the big things and not do the small things because they all matter. It's the details. And even wherever you go, you got to pay attention to the details. Mm-hmm. When you're signing a contract, you got to pay attention to the small little detail Dude. letters. So it's all in the details. Because you think it's the big things that warning and all this stuff, but at the very bottom there's some things that say some, and you just don't pay attention to those, and that's those are the ones that are like, man, you gotta pay attention. So same thing with food. Dude, I remember when I was uh, 22 and I was at the skinniest, um, and fittest really. My mind was so sharp. I just like which I'll eventually you know along the line I'll admit to my podcast what happened to me mentally. I'll you know, uh, confess on what in my mind, what happened. But right now I'm not really ready for the world to know like what exactly happened in my mind. But long story short, I was diagnosed with OCD and yada, yada. And, uh, I just let somebody get into my mind so bad that I went back into my eating, bad eating habits. And then it's just over the years, mean you have like off and on with the mm-hmm. weight. Yeah. And, and of course, like you're honestly, I just keep looking at you like you do, you're losing weight again. <laughs> um, we don't have time to eat. <laughs> Which thing. is not a healthy way to do it, but I get it, man. Because I, like, I'm pretty sure like the time, the the, cr- the crunch time that you were trying to study for all this stuff that you're, where you're at right now, you were doing nothing but sitting down and just studying, studying, studying. Dude, it's, and it's like, it's so much stress studying. It's, it's stressful. And then like some people stress, they react differently. Some people binge eat whenever, you know what I mean? So some other people just like, the one that's the one that they go straight to sleep. They study and they just don't care about food. They just go straight to sleep. So everybody's body's different. Everybody reacts differently to stress. Right, right, and and then 
now now that you're getting the ball rolling, like, dude, you're, you're getting it back at it again. And then that's why I'm hoping, like, man, once you get clients, like, I wonder if you're going to also teach them how to lift weights, how to box, like, you know, part of your therapy. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's good because we do want to do that. So um, uh, this time that we went with Amen, where we had Amen Clinics, if you remember last Friday, mm-hmm. um, Michelle King, um, we actually want to partner with them, but we want to make it to where – Like, there's some people who suffer with anger. Yeah. And they need to let their anger get taken out somewhere. So, obviously, one part of the therapy would be go punching a bunch of uh, punching bag. Mm -hmm. So, we want to create a center for people who we have all these kind of things. Physical therapy, you know what I mean? Emotional therapy, psychological therapy, and psychiatry. Mm -hmm. So, that's my plan that's like our one of the goals that we're trying to do and and i think it, as soon as i become a millionaire that's what we're buying uh, we're gonna buy a big uh clinic and implement all of that implement like some kind of physical yeah. output or whatever Absolutely. including like rooms dude ah that would be it, lovely. i think that would be probably the one of the most not uh, uh, i think that would be probably one of the most complete systems out there Dude, you know, I love that. I love it because I started to, you know, especially two years ago since I started with my IT job and, you know, some life events happened to me where I had to like, all right, well, dang, I'm all, I'm all alone and I, I got to, you know, use my time wisely and all this and that. I started listening to a podcast called Mind Pump and, I, you know, I listen every day just so I understand like what I need to do, how I need to do things. One thing I can't change is my eating habits because it's, I have issues. Uh, because I stress eat, I do angry or whatever. Um, but one thing that I hear again and again is like, and I can't, I can't agree with this more. It's just like one of the biggest things, one, what you eat affects your mind and affects your brain, mm-hmm. you know? And two is dude, like whether you believe in evolution, you believe in God, we were built to be physically active. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we were, you know, the beginning of time, whether it's evolution or through, through God, we were hunter and gatherers. Yeah. Regardless if we were cave dwellers, whatever. We, our bodies were built to sustain calorie output throughout yeah. the day, dude. And all we're doing, you know, now we're living in a civilized world, you know, praise God, you know, that we, we do. But most of, most of, most jobs, not every job, because you were working on plants and at some point, technically I was too, but most jobs now is just desk work. Sitting on our butts all day, not doing jack. And then, you know, you're, t- you know, of course it's mentally tiring. And then once you get home. Most people are just like, yeah, yeah, okay. What, what now? Yeah, let's eat a pizza. Yeah, and then uh, because <laughs> it's much easier to say, nah, dude, chill, relax. You don't have to do anything. Let's eat a pizza instead than saying, get your butt up and let's go run. We're like, dude, I just got home. I'm, I don't feel like it. It's like, well, okay, it's all right. So people self pity you and like, yeah, you, they make you feel good. Eh? Sometimes making ourselves feel good is not the answer. Nah, dude, yeah. And one, one thing I respect out of you, though, is because you somehow, like, you have family, you have kids, and you were working at the plant. And me, personally, I'm the type of guy that's like, now you don't have excuses. Come on, get get your butt off. But the only excuse, the only people I kind of give more leeway is, like, people who work in plants or work, uh, work 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 hours. Yeah. Like, that understands, like, hey, man, like, you barely have time. Don't worry about it. Like, I yeah. get it. You work. But somehow you, you're like, nah, I got to go play basketball or something, dude. <laughs> and I get it, dude. Like, because sometimes, sometimes people think the work or job you do is enough exercise. And 
d- depending on what job you do, like I, I get that. But yeah. at the same time, it's like, dude, nah, dude, like you, you gotta work out some body parts. You gotta work yeah. out this, and also you know, some sometimes you people who have plans, especially you gotta get up in thirties, like you know, uh, construction. People shoot, you know, you are affected by the people that you hang out around with, whether yeah. you're, you're voluntary and voluntary. And most people eat like crap, dude. And then you want to, you know, be part of that conversation. You be be part of that table. It's funny because whenever I tried steroids, it was because I was all around people who did nothing but steroids at the plants. So therefore, I wanted to try them. I was like, you know what, let's try them out. And that's when the I had the effect that that uh bounce back effect so uh, re- yeah rebound effect. rebound effect so i was like it actually went downhill for me and i gained a bunch of weight like i went from a size 36 to a size 42 in the matter of two months i'm like whoa yeah this I, is not normal so messed up my thyroid and everything and I'm dude like, wow. your throat was bad dude you know i was you know i wasn't sure <laughs> and i wasn't sure if i could bring that up or not but i'm glad you did but dude you once that happened you fixed it, thankfully. It's yeah. just like, and again, I don't advocate for steroids, but there is a way to do them. If you if you're gonna do them, if you do them right. But yeah. because I, no offense to you, but like you didn't do them right. Yeah, absolutely but, not. But still, at the same time, I'm the type of person like avoid steroids and do it the right way. Yeah, do it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that again. Reiterate, reiterate that. Do it right the right way, or don't do it them at all. Yeah, <laughs> uh, do it the right way, or don't do them all. I prefer people not to do them. Because that's something I'm not going to advocate. But you do. There's a way to do it. I want to ask you this question because uh-huh. I want to know your personal opinion. Mm-hmm. What do you think about people who get uh, that uh, surgery where they don't eat a lot? Do you think, uh, like, you you see them boasting about their, do they have a right to boast about their body? Okay, so I feel like that was two questions. Boasting? Absolutely not. Like, one it's it's a it's a that's a pride thing but boasting because you had you took the easy way out i mean not okay and there's there's a reason why i feel oh, i like a drawback. it i like it go ahead go ahead okay so one i hate what i just said like easy way out i have a couple of people i know personally that have struggled severely with trying to lose weight and i'm, I'm pretty sure she won't get mad i'm not gonna use her name but there's a person that i know of that uh in a personal level that has been trying to have children and because she's quote unquote basically infertile and the only thing that they can think of like maybe this will help is for her to lose weight and she has been doing so for the past like years and especially with the job we have but like also i think she's something genuinely wrongs with with her but just they can't find it which there i have personal medical history that that pisses me off because like they couldn't find what was wrong with me um, but they couldn't find what was wrong with her, so she had to do a stomach bypass surgery. And I don't think it, with her her situation, it's not the easy way out. It was just the the way to do it because if she doesn't do it by what age she is in right now, she won't have kids, and she wants kids before it's too late. So it's not the easy. And the thing is, and I love about her is that she's not boasting about it. She's not like, oh yeah, look at me, I'm losing weight. This and that's yeah, like, nah. Yeah. I'm doing. She's doing it for her, for her benefit, for her family benefit, and dude, like she had to make some tough, tough choices because she has to cut off certain family members because of their history, and for her to just you know, God bless her. Like she's she's not even a Christian, but um, 
She, are you looking for anything? Keys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember where they're at? Or? Yeah, they're here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Elias saw me feeling on myself and he's like, what is he doing? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Like, if I'm being a jerk, just keep talking about it. We're like, man, I need to help this guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, let me give him something. Uh, an aspirin or something so he can relax. No. <laughs> <Duh>. uh, <laughs> But, you know, she she has to cut off a, a family member because otherwise um, she's also looking into adoption in case, you know, she, she she has a plan B or C because she wants a family so bad she's willing to adopt. Mm. She's a great person and God bless her. And she's she's not even a Christian. Um, um, you don't have to be a Christian to be a great person. And thank you. Thank you for that. So and that's the kind of thing I want people to understand. Like, you don't have to be. Yeah, it'd be great, but you don't have to be. But uh, yeah. so, so I so think that's 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 a comp. Like, I don't want to interrupt you, but that much. But I think that's a concept that everybody has. Um, even Christianism is not a religion. Jesus didn't come here to implement a, 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 a religion. He came to implement a form of a government, which was a kingdom. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. man? I'm I, I, too much information, right? But. It's, no, it's, it's, this is great content for like another podcast. Like, if they'll yeah. give me a reason to like for you to come back. You yeah, know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, I think that everybody is misguided just because Paul said the Christians, and therefore everybody thinks, oh, that that we're supposed to be called Christians, and that is a form of religion, and it's not. It's not a form of religion. It's a form of being. It's a form of living. It's a government mm-hmm. that what Jesus wanted to implement, um, and. Whenever he told his disciples, go and preach this message. What message? The gospel of the kingdom. Mm. So, what is the gospel of the kingdom, you say? So, therefore, now we're trying to make people understand what a kingdom, how a kingdom operates. Mm. So, uh, Jesus did not implement a religion. So, if you think being a Christian makes you a bad or good person... Don't worry, even worry about mm. that. But saying that you're a Christian is because some you think Christ-like. But the fact is that a lot of people have taken that thinking Christ-like is also makes them religious. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm. there's a religious side of them where uh, repent, uh, repent uh, because you're gonna you're sinners and this stuff and, and so whatnot. But the word repent actually means Pent means think, and re is do again. Mm-hmm. So change the way you think. Mm-hmm. Rethink. Rethink. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. rethink about what what happened. Whenever you repent, is because you're gonna change the way. So that's 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 mainly what it is. It's not Jesus wasn't saying. It's not a a, a religious word. Repent. Right. Right. <laughs> it's just like uh, which I I don't want to bring this up right now, but I'm going to. It's like you know the word bigotry. Or bigot, yeah, bigot. If they, there's only one side that thinks is doesn't apply to them. It's like, nah, it's a two way street. Yeah, it's a, it's the word applies to everybody, buddy. Mm-hmm. And then there's another misconception, which just to finish the other conversation real quick. You <laughs> know, <laughs> this is this is this is how conversations are, anyways. Um, Especially ours when we're in the car, we're ta- this is what we talk about sometimes. So yeah, dude, you know, if if you know you ever become a millionaire, you should have like a a therapy car. <laughs> Just like, all right, man. You know, like hey, this. That would be so cool, dude. Because like, that's that's like what I car, like. Carpool with uh, James Corden is his name, right? 
Is it the singing the guy? The karaoke guy? Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. that would be cool. Like, when people come to me for, like, if I, like, you know, like, I'm so surprised people even come to me. It's like, don't you think I'm an idiot or something? Like, <laughs> uh, but again, maybe it's, like, tough love that you were tr- you were telling me about. Like, you know, they, they act mean to me and they want me to buy back. Like, I just don't do it because, it, and again, I'm not saying I am because not until I get tested. Maybe I'm autistic. I don't understand these concepts. <laughs> uh-huh. But, but, um, but a lot of people, like, when they come to me, it's like, hey, like, I have issues. Like, all right, let's, let's either walk or let's drive around and talk about it, you know? Right, right, so, right. So, you know, if you ever, you know, there's just an idea. Like, if you ever get, like, an, uh, a Adam, Adam Life Therapy car, mobile, let's go to the Adamu Mobile. <laughs> like, in, like, you want to have a therapy? It's, it's probably going to be a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be one of the smoothest freaking rides ever, man. I, I think uh, that way we won't have to focus on the road. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> don't it's worry it's driving on its own don't feel no anxiety it's driving on its own so yeah i think yeah we'll probably go down that route but <laughs> the only anxiety is from other drivers yeah so. now um so so i do think that it takes a strong heart to go through a certain because like for example and i'm not to bring my sister like under the bus or anything she for the love life of her does not want to be under the knife to get her gallbladder removed Mm. so like to some people will be under a knife for any reason yeah that yeah, and yeah. i feel like there should be like hey like it's okay you don't have to be this way you don't look this way you don't have to you know this is that but there's sometimes where it takes a freaking heart or like you know heart of steel to go through something because you want to get something done yeah like yeah, for example yeah. like the my, my friend my, my lady friend like um wants to have children i have the almost respect for her and like oh yeah i pray i pray that she gets her family. Right. And, but the thing is, she she's not a queer either. Like, she's doing that. And if she still, like, does not bear children, she's going to adopt. And heck, yeah. And she's cutting loose ends that will prevent her from adopting. It's like, you know what? Person of my family, I cannot be... I, you cannot be considered my family anymore because you will hinder my process. Yeah. It's like, dang, dude. So, so yeah, that's one of the major parts about doing what's best for you cutting ties with people even your own family dude yeah like they said uh they told jesus they're like man there here comes your family it's like who <laughs> who are you talking about your family your brothers and sisters like no they're they're not they they even his brothers and sisters did not believe in him I need, I need to get to this part of the Bible. Don't spoil it for me. No, I'm just kidding. No, like, yeah. so like I didn't know. I didn't know that. Or yeah, they really didn't think he was the son of God until he actually left. Sometimes people won't know what they have until you leave. <laughs> Man, a lot, a lot of, a lot of hard pills to swallow today, huh? Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> this is a lot of, a lot of information, man, and a lot of. This goes in everything in life, whether it's in your work life, it's if it's, whether it's in a relationship, whether it's whatever you do. That pill to swallow right there. People won't value you until you're gone. Right. Some of my jobs felt that for sure. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I know some of mine did, but <laughs> no, dude. Like, um, uh, what we're talking about? Like, I, I remember, like, so, like, I already closed that that conversation yeah. with, the, with the whole. Uh, oh, like, so, like, if you were boasting about it, like, oh, I lost weight because of this, like, yeah. like, come on, man. Like, and again, some people do need it. Because their life depends on it. Otherwise, they'll die from them not having either discipline or maybe genuine genetic, yeah, you know, disabilities. 
But does it anger you, or does it? What what sense of feeling does it give you whenever you see someone boasting, but yet they don't they don't put that they got their they got surgery, but you automatically know there's no way somebody can do that naturally within this amount of time frame. Okay, there's two ways I could put this, or the way I feel about this. If I'm seeing the person like genuinely happy and like, hey, I'm finally losing weight, hey, I'm finally this, or I'm like, they're not boasting about it. They're just like, yes, finally this, finally that. They're, they're grateful, in other words. Grateful. That's the word. Okay. So be it. I mean, of course, as long as that is that actually being detrimental to their health, mm. fine. Like because people can lose weight with using cocaine. I'm not fine with that. They they can lose weight with meth, methamphetamines. I'm not fine with that. Yeah. Because I, I'm a caring person. It's like, hey, bro. Like, hey, we're faces. Like, man, come on. Um, but now there, there's some like, yeah, what's <laughs> up, B word? What's up? Like, now I'm losing all this weight. Watch out, world. I just got the surgery done. And now, you know, I'm unstoppable or this yeah. and that. You know, they're not being, like, maybe I said it still with a grain of gratitude. I mean, I was trying to implement where, like, they were being boastful. Nah, like that, that kind of, yeah, sure. Like that kind of hurts my pride. Maybe that's something I need to look into myself, but yeah, at the same time, it's like, come on, bro. Like, how are you, you going to boast about that? He kind of reminds me of our ex friend. Um, <laughs> he got it. He got a good job and he put like, uh, all his twenties and tens on the floor. Oh I, yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> we don't want to say his name. Ben Franklin. Yeah. He was, uh, he was a trip because uh, we thought he actually lost his dad and he actually boasted that. Oh, yeah, a lot of things. So I think that young man, which I don't think he's young anymore. He's probably our age. But um, yeah, he had a lot of issues going on with his head, uh, low self-esteem issues. And I know the day that we actually went into his house and he... Throughout high school, he always said that he didn't have a dad, that his dad died. So everybody used to feel bad for him and give him everything. But once we went to his house and we met his mom, it was me and Hector who went in there. And uh, his dad, his, this man comes and introduces himself. And he's like, yes, I'm, I'm Ben's dad. And like shakes our hand real firmly. And he said it was such a, a, a character, like a power that he was the dad. And then whenever he said that, like, we both turned around and looked at Ben. Like, we looked at each other, me and Hector. He was sitting to my left. I looked at him, and then I looked back because Ben was right behind us. And I'm like, oh, right. And then he's like, you know what? Yeah, um, I shouldn't be saying this over the podcast, right? But who hell, the hell with it, right? <laughs> I mean, as long as you don't say his actual name or anything. Well, fine. I just said Ben. <laughs> Franklin. Franklin. So, um, or maybe I'll I'll try to bleep him out. Yeah, just go beep one so, one twenty. Um, so he 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 yeah. So he he just was a t- attention seeker, and sometimes that's what we want. We want attention, but sometimes it's not the right way to get the attention. See what I was telling people whenever I was telling these young kids, and I told them whenever you live, learn to live by yourself. And you learn to be alone and you love to be alone and you love your company, your own company mm. and you don't need nobody else. You become the most dangerous person in the world. Oh, absolutely. Because you don't need nobody. Your happiness doesn't depend on anybody, which it shouldn't depend on anybody regardless because anybody can let you down, mm-hmm. but only you can let you down. 
Oh, I do it constantly. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you said it like, oh, it's a prideful kind of thing in the restroom. I kind of let myself down all the it's, time. It's one of those things where, like, if I admit it enough times, it won't it won't bother me anymore. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't really worked. But <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like the lie. You end up believing the lie so much. You say the lie that you end up believing it's true. <laughs> yeah. I met a lot of people like that. Whoa, the person I'm talking about, he... <laughs> Dude, so, speaking of him, like, I genuinely think he's a sociopath. Not a psychopath. A, a genuine sociopath because he's a pathological liar, dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I still, you know, pray and hope that he's doing better. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, from what I heard, he's doing okay. But... Uh, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> oh, no, no. For real, I do. Like... Like, no me wrong, I'd never want to associate with him ever again. But I do genuinely hope that he's doing better because, good Lord. He he, he brought life to somebody. I just hope he doesn't do that same situation again. You know, like, I mean, hopefully with somebody else he's being supportive. But to to just, the, the, you know, we have a, a mutual common friend yeah. that he, he married and then divorced. It's like, dude, like, she didn't deserve that. She did not deserve that. Yeah. Nobody deserves to get divorced. Nobody deserves to be mistreated. Nobody deserves not to be loved and not be understood. Mm-hmm. We all deserve to be understood. We all deserve to be loved. But the thing is that we don't get the psychological part of it. So, therefore, that's when we don't do our job as males, as father figures, as a husband. And so, that's one of the things that I try to implement with people that you got to understand the way they think because we're not that far apart. No, we're not that different Mm, women and men. There shouldn't be a difference. The only difference that should be between women and men Mm -hmm. should come into where it's in the, yeah, where it's in that place when you're alone. But other than that, there shouldn't be a difference. Everything is the same. Uh, When I, when you finally learn that you start saying that some people struggle talking to women because they're like, how do, what do I say? What am I supposed to say? I and mean, it's like, you're just having a conversation with another human being, dude. Yeah, I think I think you. And I remember my my uh, my friend, my childhood friend slash neighbor, is like, hey man, you you want to? Well, he used different words. So I'm gonna u- use it a a uh, a friendlier version. Hey man, you want to like, get with a woman? Talk slower. They that and also like you guys always told me too is like. You want to talk with them? You you know what's the secret? Like what? And for me to for you guys to make it work with me, pretend it's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, pretty pretty much. It's yeah. It's you're having a conversation with somebody else, and a lot of people don't see it that way. Um, you think because the way they look, their appearance, their uh, I mean, they are the fairer sex, but yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but it shouldn't matter. It should, yeah, it should, it should not matter. It never should, and I think that's where misunderstanding comes from. A lot of misunderstanding comes from, especially in couples and marriages. So that's one of the things that you need to. T- I, I'm totally against for, against it. Uh, well, uh, being superficial. Marriage, uh, divorce, marriage, divorce, oh, divorce, divorce like... marriage. Yeah, not not marriage itself. <laughs> no. Actually, actually, yes, marriage. Because uh, when Jesus was talking about marriage, Peter says something wrong. He's like, "Dang!" And he was married. He said, "Dang!" So it's better not to be married than to be get married, huh? And he was already married. 
It's easier to stay. It's better to be single than to get married. Now, don't get me wrong. If you now, if you can't resist temptation, go ahead and get married. I see. I see because uh, I forgot somebody explained it to me. I and or like kind of saw the like, way is it bad to marry? Is uh, things like it's kind of like where where Jesus said like you know if when you, when you like kind of gawk at a woman. Might as well take out that eye. Or if you did something wrong with this arm, take it off. He, it's a hyperbole. It's a hyper, yeah. It's, it's it's a hyperbole. Exactly. But he, but in a sense, he's taking talking the truth be, just because, like at least with my personal faith, the way I believe, he is God Himself. He's coming from a holy place. We can't do that. Might as well marry. But yeah. But the thing is, like, well, if we were if we were perfect beings, like he is. You know, marriage is not shouldn't be something because you know we're we're falling into our temptation of flesh because you want to get married to, you know to reproduce yada yada, but but it's a hyper, hyperbolic or hyperbole. It's a hyperbole, hyperbole speech. Um, but nah, I, I man, I, I want to get married. <laughs> See, it's 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 because it, and everybody we, you have to. I mean, if you can't resist temptation, then I mean, just get married. But don't see what happens to you in in the in the spiritual world when you start going around and being around like you start leaving a part of you in everybody and everybody so now you're creating memories and those memories are hard to get out of right like the memories are always going to be there so that's why you got to think about the consequence which are the memories that are always going to be there or the memory of regret i think that's the toughest one to actually swallow and take in and uh, i regret doing this i regret doing that and especially with like me who who suffers with severe ocd mm-hmm. becomes a very bad problem um but yeah i think i think i think that we should uh we should do this again next time because we have a lot to talk about dude, dude I think this, where, where, where are we at all uh, right just a minute minute 30 33 34 man yeah so, dude, i mean it's uh, yeah, I, 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 don't wanna, I don't want i don't like i don't do my whenever i preach and whenever i teach i try to not do them long because i want them to come back yeah to come back and to listen and not only to listen but to uh you don't want to bore them with too much information all at once man. yeah all at now, once but the, i am so surprised that this time has elapsed already because also one another thing too is like we should do a whole podcast in spanish i know my spanish is not as great as yours but we should at least give that a try to give other people a chance to understand what's going on it'd be nice to have him so yeah i can listen to him because yeah he's a. Uh, He's like an antidepressant. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, no. Also, like before we wrap this up, I, I want to be thorough and clear. Uh-huh. Please say what's your what's your business, what's your way of communication, contact to you if if absolutely. So uh, our where um, our our company is uh, Adame Life Therapy. You can uh, uh, actually go online and go to www.adamelifetherapy.net, or you can also call our numbers two eight one seven zero nine. 8865 again it's Adame Life Therapy and you can call us at any time we're open and available whatever you any questions you may have concerns go feel free to reach out to us 281-709-8865 
Nice. That was the most professional, like, it's like you, you rehearsed it. And I'm pretty sure you have, but. <laughs> radio stations. <laughs> that other radio stations, yeah. Um, any any uh, quick little words of advice or something you want to say from your heart before we close this out? Absolutely. Um, don't let nobody tell you you can't do something. Don't let somebody point a finger at you and tell you you can't be a musician, you can't be a dancer. Because imagine if Beethoven would have listened. Mm-hmm. To you can't be. There's no money in it. But in all honesty, if they didn't go and accomplish what they wanted to do, what they wanted, they their desire, their dream, their goal. Then look at you know what I mean. So do what you love absolutely and the reason i'm laughing is because like we said Beethoven's like well at the end of his life he couldn't help but not listen he went deaf <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, no, that's but, why that's why i like to use uh, uh, I, just, I like to use him, i like to use him beethoven because at the end of his life he couldn't hear so therefore he he, he falls into that car the category nicely it, but that's true though but either way he still made music when he was deaf exactly <laughs> You know, uh, so, so so imagine if you would have listened. <laughs> That's what I said. Imagine if you would have listened. So that's a good one, man. Uh, All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you coming today. Absolutely. Um, hopefully, I didn't scare you off, and we can do this again. This was really fun. No, yeah, absolutely. It's cool. It's cool. Hopefully, next time, like we can open up a little bit more and be a little bit more open on next conversation. I know this was like a first meet and greet where you. When you go first for the first interview, you kind of have to be serious. And when you meet someone, you got to be serious and more relax, more chill back, relax, kick back. But next time we'll be we'll be a little bit more more chill. how we really are. Well, not how we really are, but more open. Open, yeah, open, through the yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. sweet. Yeah. All right, man, appreciate it, and uh, thank you guys, mm-hmm. and I hope you enjoy this podcast. Yeah. Bye. Hey guys, that was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh quick thing before uh we completely end this podcast is uh, i want to give one more shout out to uh frantic female please check check her content out at franticfemale.com she also has an instagram under the same name frantic female uh she's a bubbly personality and uh, uh she, she just lives life to her fullest um whether yay or nay you know like she, she just live it she just lives it and she wants to bring you along with her, with her ride, and want to share her ride. That you know, hey, we all we're all in the same boat. Come on, let's do it. Uh, and also, please check out Gaming Guru or Gaming Guru Show at Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram and Twitter. Uh, it's uh, he's usually you know purple with a with a beanie on. Uh, I don't think he you no know, he. He any longer has the uh, white G's, but man, I love that logo. I'm gonna ask him to see if I can get a, that logo somewhere, like a JPEG on a beanie or on a shirt. Uh, anyways, uh, please check out Eucalyption E U C A L Y P T I O N. Uh, house music, and especially if you're a local in Houston, they tend to play at the White Oak Music Hall. Uh, if there's any other upcoming uh, music events, I will definitely make sure on my next podcast to shout that out and make you guys aware of that. Um, also, shout out to uh, Not Today Satan Podcast. Uh, anywhere where podcasts are, are available, there are 
funny, 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 sometimes serious topics, but very, very random topics at that, to be quite honest with you. Um, and with that, hopefully uh, next episode is either with George again or Jay, uh, Coach Jay, Dr. Jay, Mr. Jay, uh, or, or um, my uh, childhood best friend slash brother, uh, Mr. Sin, Mr. S-I-N-N. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this podcast, and until next time, bye.